yo good morning good evening good afternoon from whichever part of the world you are coming from i hope you're staying safe hope you got your people safe as well do not spread the disease if you have it if you do please isolate quarantine see the doctors get well hope everyone is is doing good though yo so um today's episode is a bit (laughs) it's a bit of a doozy bit of a doozy <laughs> it's it's about one of the weirdest experiences i've ever had in my life and so let's just dive right into it so the year was uh 2013 about uh i remember we had we had this we we just came from class so it was a saturday we just came from class and a friend of ours had her car with her so we went to Njuguna's, had some really good yamachoma soup on the side. Hey, it was a good one though. Then after this, Joe, Joe and his bros, they, well, they, they called us over to Rafiki's. This is way later. Like, it was about probably 9 p.m. So we drive over to Rafiki's. We were, we were four people in the car. So we drive over to Rafiki's. Your good times, good times all over the place. There was a bottle of, I think, Jameson or something. But us guys, since we we're driving, the bros like, nah, nah, you guys will have like just like three beers max, and then you guys can head out. Yeah, so three beers in. Oh well, they forgot about like you know regulations and whatnot. So shots of Jameson came all through tequila. Those, it was a mess. So we figured uh, we'd rather go back to the, we buy a bottle somewhere, go back to the house because we, the one who owned the, uh, who owned the car lived all the way uh, sides of USIU. So we decided, yo, that's us a pretty long distance from Rafiki's, which is pretty much next to Carnival. Then all the way down to sides of USIU, that's, that's quite the distance. That's like we're talking over 20 kilometers or something, 30 probably. So yeah, we decided, you know what? We'd rather just leave right now because we don't want to get too drunk or, you know, have to sleep in the car, wake up the next day so I can go home or try to drive in the morning, which is like the worst thing ever. So we said, you know what? Fine, let's leave. But now where we fucked up, you see there's a petrol station right by, like, literally there's what is it is it a total or a shell I, I i forget but right outside rafiki's they there is well there used to be like a petrol station we did not fuel joe was the one driving but he was he was good though he was the one driving so um we asked him like yo joe do you think we should fuel right here before we go any further he's like nah 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 we can fuel a bit uh further down like cool either way the place is a jam packed or like those LA matatus uh, guys parked all over the place those rowdy looking people just all over guys who are drunk outside so I was like yo it sounds like a good idea let's just go fuel somewhere else it's like cool so Choboka <laughs> drive down the drive was actually quite smooth there are no tunes in the car because the car is a bit old but you know we're all good vibes just talking in the car about the experiences you know everything like that so, um, <laughs> one of the worst things happened, the car came to a complete freaking 
dog. I kid you. Sorry. <clears throat> I kid you not. The car came to a complete stop. Where am I talking? I'm talking um right by the Tika Super Highway. And this is was before you know like before before Nivas. Where Nivas is. Like like just slightly before Nivas. So we're stuck smack in the middle like we're in the middle lane on the super highway we're actually on top of rumble strips i even i think because of the rumble strips the car was like yeah you know what now nah, i give out so it was like 2 a.m so we don't know what to do we're like freaking out and whatnot remember we're two guys two chicks so it's crazy and um since we're stuck there we're thinking what if one of those buses just comes by driving real fast and you know just ram us from behind yo that sounds so wrong <laughs> yeah hit us yeah uh, okay yeah you, you get the whole picture so i i decided you know what um do you have like a jerry can something over here in the car let me go see if i can find some fuel they're like uh it's a bit it's a bit too well kind of too early i don't know if you get my drift because it was like 2 2 a.m going on to 3 but i was like yo i'm sure there's probably a petrol station which is open so i decided uh let me chamoka the car i started walking around there's this one petrol station which was quite close i can't remember if it was a national oil or something can't really remember so i decided hey you get what let me try to talk to these guys are like nah it's closed so i i cross over to the other side of the road i the, i start walking because they told me there's probably a petrol station on the other side which now is like uh close to ridgeways or something i guess i'm not really sure so i walk i'm all alone on this path i've left everyone else in the car so i'm walking there's one guy who's on the on the same path as i am so i'm walking then i stop him and ask him like hey uh excuse me boss kuna petrol station no cochini Cause that's where he was he was coming from that direction that i was going towards dude in this stone cold stoic face no emotion whatsoever just tells me and i freaking quote i can't forget what he said because he said it in such a chill voice rudy tupalumetoka i didn't ask him shit. i didn't wait for shit. all i did was just move aside he passed me without even looking behind i crossed over to that side and started walking back to the car and i walked fast as fuck because i didn't yo i think i don't know what this girl was on i don't know what it was all about but that shit gave me the creeps so i walked back to the car guys are sleeping guys are freaking sleeping so i can't tell like i try i try wake i try wake them up and tell them like yo why don't we do this we try and move the car to the side but then i think there's like there's really no way we can if we move the car to the side it might even be worse so i decide you know what let someone take uh because already sleeping i was like since I'm, I'm also tired you you guys can continue sleeping i'll be up for like the next 30 then one of you guys lets me sleep wake me up after 30 then i can try and get fuel from somewhere 
probably like four four thirty because I walked for quite a bit. So probably like four four thirty there. I know this story is crazy as fuck. Yeah, that was it's crazy times, crazy times. So I decide, you know what? Oh yeah, exactly. So you guys go and you guys sleep and then I'll sleep after you guys, whatever. So it was like around four thirty, wake up again get get the same jerrican and I, I i leave the car cross over to that same petrol station which wasn't far down on our right side of the road cross over to it they're still not like in service so it tells me the best thing you can do is because this time it's like five it's like five a.m ish it's like the best thing you can do go to ngara the exact national oil petrol station those guys barely close I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. So I look at my pocket, I have 1,000 shillings on me. I'm like, damn it, uh, I don't know what to do with this. So I flag down this matatu, it stops. I'm like, uh, excuse me, blah, blah. Even before I start talking, he's like, when do you call Gary Pale? Uh, what after my footer? Yes. He's like, I ain't here to when talks idea. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. All right, so he drops me off at Ngara. And if anyone knows the stage at Ngara, for you to get to National Oil, it's quite the distance if you are walking. And that's what I had to do. Remember this whole time I have a jerry can in my hands. So I'm walking and I'm trying to run so that, you know, like I get I get back to the car on time. So I get there. The, of course, the, it's very hard for you to be given fuel if, if they kind of suspect you of anything. So I, I get fuel, and like I talk to them nicely, I get fuel, I run back to the stage, get a matatu, they're skeptical about why do you have a jerry can full of fuel, then they ask me if I'm the one who's in the car, like everyone could see the car, the car was smack in the middle of the highway, so I get back to the car, I uh, the, the, I, I get a bottle of uh, Dasani, a, pl- a plastic one, there was a butter knife in the car, I don't know for what reason, but there was a butter knife. Like those stainless steel ones. So now this, I'm trying to cut this bottle of Dasani to make a funnel, so that I can put it uh, by the the fuel inlet, and and start like putting putting fuel in the car. Yo, by the time I start doing that shit, there's a whole freaking Land Rover with like the 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 whole tow thingy already being towed. Yeah, it was crazy. So now I just had to put the jerry can of fuel back in the car and the butter knife and the Dasani bottle and just, yeah, we were told to a very, very posh hotel. I don't know if anyone knows it. It's called Mudangari Police Station. It's quite posh. I rated like a five star. <laughs> so yeah, us guys were, were, were booked. Who's the owner of the car? Where are you guys going? Guys are so drunk. So apparently, when I'm going to get fuel, the the first time, there's this one guy who slowed down, came to the car, checked it out. Like he actually literally like stopped his car on the highway, came to the car, checked if everyone was okay. He he's made sure everyone was okay. I don't know how he did that. Then he called the cops. He actually this was like a three when I when I met that creepy person. He called the cops and told them, yo, there's this car with people inside and it's smack in the middle of the highway. So it was a bit too early. The cops couldn't do shit. 
so by the time they came through that was like six like i said like around 6 15 6 10 a.m got the ride to mutangari police station hotel we're booked and you know how it goes we had to take one shoe off and the belt off and yeah put in our executive suites quite nice quite nice <laughs> i kid you the <laughs> place was shit oh my god it was so shit the smell of humor the ugh, smell of human was crazy it was everywhere so anyway to kondani the chicks have it better on the on the side for the chicks because we can see them as guys are locked in the chicks are barely even locked in they can talk loudly blah blah as guys try to talk loudly there's a cop who just kept who kept coming and telling us like either quiet down or we'll, we'll start washing the corridors and stuff so what do you do you pipe down and you chill the fuck out um so yeah um time passes they, they give us uh breakfast yeah it was so shit we just gave ours to the people who are because joe and i were there so we just gave ours to the people who are inside with us that sounds weird yeah people were sharing the same suite with us so we gave them so guys munched it remember us guys are still like pretty buzzed from the night before so we don't even have the appetite for like tea with the least amount of milk and like plain white bread nah that mm-mm. so we give it to those guys uh those are roll call again like around around midday went back in then quick quick like 30 45 minutes later there was lunch served i think it was uh galleon cabbage still didn't feel it but a bit we're a bit hungry so yeah we just yeah survived stuck through it so uh, got to this point i was like dude i am so freaking pressed i don't know where the loo is so this one guy is like uh the loo is one of this cubicle because those are separate like i think three four doors there's like the place where we're being held is like this one big room not well not really big it's like one room then there's like a toilet a bathroom for whatever reason i have no idea there's a designated toilet there's a bathroom i'm telling you that toilet was shit like exactly like it's the smells so anyway he tells me whatever you do don't go to the last stall there's a crazy guy who's in there just don't go there and this is the whole this is where this this is why this story even came about it's because of that crazy guy and when you tell someone not to do something do you know what they'll do <laughs> they'll freaking do it that's exactly what i did i did what i was told not to do so i went in i saw the first stall was a toilet i could tell because the smell was unbearable it was a pit latrine i could tell that's a toilet the second one was a urinal how i could tell was the smell was unbearable because it was like a whole cubicle or like a dugout sort of trench thingy which had an outlet so all you do is piss and then the the piss just flows out 
crazy times we live in. But what do I do? Like I said, I go to the last store and what I saw changed my whole entire fucking life. (laughs) I doubt you're going to believe me, but please try your best to believe me. So what happened was, when I walked in, I found this guy spread out on the floor. Proper. He was dirty like soup, like he just fell and sat like yo it's like he tripped and fell and just kept on rolling but this guy was proper dirty he had his hand on his dick furiously beating his meat i'm talking furious like a like he was beating it like a stepchild like beating it like how like this xenophobia attacks in south africa like how they beat up people sorry that's the worst example ever Yo, he went trench bull on the on his dick, man. This guy was, he, I, he could see me see him. We for some we locked eyes for like a because I could not believe what the, like, dude, this guy could see me see him, but he didn't give a fuck. Dude continued beating the daylights out of his dick. Now here's like here's what happened, like this oh my god so I don't know if you've ever had a mango Zilla is a street you know the ones which they put uh, the masala on it the, I think it's a mixture of cayenne pepper and some salt which is really really good on the mango I think it's that have you ever tried it? I, I'm sure you, have. you you probably have some a bit of cayenne and salt and then they sprinkle it on the mango and you eat it and it's amazing so dude had that in like one of one of these plastic um, bags, a very small one. On the side, like I don't know how to explain how he was, like he was lying on the floor. He was like in, not really a fetal position, but pretty much, but his, his legs were like, yo, all I'm saying is, that mango masala, he was putting it in, sprinkling it inside his asshole, simultaneously beating his dick <laughs> dude had a fetish that i've never seen in my life i hope i never see it again that was the weirdest shit i've ever seen in my life well i've seen a couple of weird things but I, that that kind of like that is like top top three right there that shit was crazy he beat himself he was putting mango masala in his ass he had an assala <laughs> so as you know, I, I i really regretted why i went there <laughs> i could i could hear guys laughing at me they didn't know the gravity of what i saw so um i i, I went to the next room i took a piss I told them what's going on. I was like, yo, you told me, but I went there and whatnot. So those guys were so, they're like, no way. Us guys just thought he's crazy because he kept talking to himself the whole time. And he couldn't answer us because he couldn't even see us. So we decided to tell him to go to that room. And he went there and he hasn't come out for like, since yesterday. So now when they went, so when they, when they went and saw him, they're like, yo. And guess, dude did not stop jacking off. He just kept on doing it and putting masala in his asshole. So, um, <laughs> that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. So later on, um, 
we were called for a roll call and it was so stupid because uh the charges the charges were so crazy we we everyone like the four of us were written down for drunk driving four of us even the ocs was like how many steering wheels does this car have because that's crazy how four people could have been driving one car then now i had the best charges ever you remember how i got fuel yeah they wrote for me that i was i was an arsonist i was i was coming to burn the car remember how how i had the butter knife on me they wrote that i came to burn the car and burn the people inside the car and then i wanted to kill myself after i've burnt them because i'm suicidal yo this i'm telling you even the ocs laughed about because it was like dude this is just crazy so it's like yo what do you guys do for a living blah 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 so good thing you know like we had our student ids we give them to him and it was like all right cool and then the story gets crazier you see when we're being booked we all like we give out uh, like joe and i gave out our national ids and you know like the student id i mean the university of nairobi wants to give it out you can't have this thing where they the whatever it is it will become like less of a strain because always know like once once you call on your comrades it can get crazy so one of our friends at the time <laughs> she literally changed her fucking name to Eunice Njeri Eunice Njeri who is one of the top Kenyan gospel musicians and that shit just went through so the whole time we're like I hope you don't have your ID on you because if they do find it you are fucked she's like no I don't we're like why are you not even tripping like you know you've actually lied to cops this is crazy these guys can actually like it can get worse so it's like all right call me i'm ready for that shit but yeah it never got worse we all got out and yo that shit was just i've never seen it in my life and just so you know i've heard of fetishes but that was like top of the like i've yo beating the dick and putting masala in his ass that was crazy moral of the story if you ever go to mutangari police station hotel don't go to stall number four i don't know if he finished or not but i'm sure his his ghost is there (laughs) yo so yeah that's the end of the episode uh thank you so much for like listening and you know um there's other episodes you can also go back and listen to the catalog san sana this is episode number five uh season one will end on episode number 10 so yeah stick around and now again please share and tell your friends about it and stay home man and this season it's quite crazy there's only one reported death in Kenya from coronavirus, although the guy had diabetes. But still, we can never be too sure. Either way, like, yo, guys are scratching ass and touching faces. This, I think, yeah, just social distancing is good, like in itself. Let's just keep it going even after this coronavirus. Guys are just nasty. So stay safe, wash your hands, wash your ass. Uh, don't put chili masala in your ass. Don't, just, just don't. Yeah. Be safe. Have a good one. Peace.